The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 4th edition. Nine games late on tap for you tonight. Be careful because there's about 20 baseball games today as there's a lot of doubleheaders. So pretty much everyone playing during the day has a double dip at night, and they are not on the main slate. It starts at 7.10 Eastern, nine games on DK, 10 games on FanDuel starting at 6.40 Eastern. So keep in mind that as you're navigating the field, just cross off all those doubleheader games. They're not on the main slate of action. Hope everybody had a good Thursday. The uh, the stacks we loved came through. That uh, Yankees-Mets game was what we thought it was. The White Sox were huge. Kershaw was awesome. It was fun to watch Kershaw pitch. Even as a Giants fan, I can respect the goodness that is Clayton Kershaw when he's on the bump and dealing. So really good baseball on a Thursday night. Uh, we have a full act- slate of action on Friday, a big weekend. I'll say this now, and I'll say it at the end. Monday being the holiday, the early games, I'll be out of town, so there will be no quick hits Monday morning. We'll be back with you on Tuesday. So just keep that in mind. No quick hits on Monday, but if you have any questions or need help, come join the free Fantasy Sports DJ in Slack chat. I'm in there all the time answering questions, and if I'm not, there's other guys helping each other out. It's the beauty of the community built over there. Also, if you like rotoballer.com, and I do because I ride over there and work over there, and you can find this video on the Rotoballer YouTube channel at all times. Go check out a premium package there. You get the premium Slack chat, the tools, all that good stuff. Promo code Bubba gets you 10% off at rotoballer.com. Also, if you listen to this in podcast form, if you can give a rating review on iTunes, I'd much appreciate it. It would help the podcast out a ton. Now that the business side of things all said and done, let's get into your slate. Nine games on a Friday, which is a beautiful thing to say. If you're playing the, or, uh, the FanDuel slate, Marlins raise is a total of eight, but going to the Nine-game action, Brewers-Indians, total of eight. Phillies-Mets, nine-and-a-half. White Sox-Royals, nine-and-a-half. Cardinals-Cubs waiting on that one because we're in Wrigley, so you always wait on the weather there. Astros-Angels, total of nine. Rockies-Dodgers, nine. Padres-A's, eight. D-backs-Giants, eight-and-a-half. So we have almost all of the uh, the games. That's actually a first for a long time. We're missing Chicago White Sox and Kansas City. Dane Dunning versus Brady Singer. Two nice young arms. Play lots of bullpen and lots of offense. So I'd imagine the total to be pretty high there. Definitely in favor of the one pale hose. So go check that out uh, when that one comes out. But let's start it off. Your pitchers, you have three guys over 10K. We have one guy we're circling 
That is you, Darvish. $11,000 at home against the St. Louis Cardinals. And all Darvish has done is a tune of 147 ERA and been straight filthy. Absolutely outstanding this season. Face St. Louis three starts ago, six innings, one earned seven Ks. He has seven or more Ks in all but uh, two starts this season. He has seven or more. Actually, he has seven or more Ks in four straight starts. That's been an electric factory. He basically has gotten you 22 or more points in six straight starts. He's given up one earned run or less in all but the opening start. The opening start of the year was the bugaboo. Since then, lights out. Six innings or more, one earned run or less, seven or more Ks in all but one starts. He's going over 100 pitches. He's throwing at least six innings, usually seven plus. He's everything you want in the cash game play with GPP upside. Um, I'm not going to have to drool on and on and on about you, uh, Darvish. But one thing I will mention: you look at St. Louis versus right-handed pitching, striking out 21% of the time, 255 average, but only a 145 ISO, so and a 331 WOBA. So some, you know, the average is a little low. The WOBA is not bad at 331. 145 ISO is not great. Uh, they strike out a little bit. It's a it's an offense that doesn't really terrify you. I'll say I'll say that much. A lot of right-handed thump more than left-handed thump in that lineup. So Darvish at 11K, he's pricey. If you don't want to pay it, sure, knock yourself out. But uh, it is a very, very intriguing option there at that price point, especially in cash. You have Bundy, you have Carrasco at the 10K range. I'm not paying for either of those at that price point. Bundy I like a lot versus Houston, but not at 10-4. On Fanduel, he's 87, and he's much more tournament viable. Like that price tag on Fanduel is crazy at $8,700. So over there, Dylan Bundy is a very, very strong play. He's got a little bit of cash upside if you want to save some money from Darvish on FanDuel. You save almost 4K from Darvish on or no, 3K from Darvish on FanDuel. But um, GPP-wise, Bundy has a bunch of upside on FanDuel, much more so than DraftKings. Carrasco, I love. He's You can make him a GPP play. He's just been so inconsistent right now. I know the Milwaukee bats struggle, but if I'm going to pay up, I'm just going to go another 800 to you, Darvish. That's where I'm going to go at the high price point of things. When you go down a little farther, you got Jack Flaherty in that same matchup against Darvish. So if you want to be contrarian, you can go Flaherty through 83 pitches his last time out. You'd imagine he's going to go 95-plus, which should ramp him up pretty good, hopefully get you six-plus innings. Uh, Ian Hatt might be out of the lineup tonight. He took a fluky, like, hit foul ball off the ground, bounced up, hit him in the face. Uh, X-rays came back fine. MRI came back fine. Just a bruise to his face. Might have the day off. That would be tremendous for Flaherty owners out there. So he's a strong play if uh, you want to go that route in a GPP Otherwise, I'm going to pass. Uh, Dustin May, I'm passing. He's only 7K on FanDuel, so he's going to get a lot of people's attention. Just not striking guys out. He barely goes six innings once in a while. Not striking guys out. Really makes, like on FanDuel, you want at least a quality start. He's, he's risky in that aspect. He's not getting strikeouts. Uh, it's an interesting matchup versus Colorado, so I'm going to be passing on Dustin May tonight. I'd rather save some money on DraftKings than go to Zach Davies. He's viable on FanDuel as well, but 8500 for Davies. He's got one of the best floors in baseball right now. He's been better at home than on the road, but still on the road, averaging 17 DK points for star with a 3.25 ERA. Not horrific by any means. Still getting you close to a strikeout per inning, which is really good from Zach Davies. He's using that changeup a lot more this season. It's been discussed on bench with Bubba and other uh, platforms. So definitely liking some Davies tonight as an SP2, um, or if you need to get really weird, an SP1, but you prefer Darvish if you can get there. But a good spot for Davies at 8500 bucks versus Oakland team that's been off. They haven't played since Saturday due to the COVID situation. So you got to take that in mind. They strike out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. That's a big hole with only a 225 average, 184 ice on a 321 Wobo. So they got the power you expect, but they do not hit for average, and they strike out a ton. So Zach Davies, 8500 bucks, worth a look for you this evening. Corbin Burns, 8000 I do like at Cleveland opposite Carlos Carrasco, especially in a GPP. 
but he does have a little cash game viability to you from Cleveland offense that really isn't getting it going right now. They're striking out almost 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 232 average and a 150 ISO. So very inconsistent. Like J-Rams had a couple knocks, big knocks this last week, but Santana's been quiet. Lindor's, you know, there, but nothing crazy. That overall, the offense as a whole just isn't getting it going in Cleveland. So Corbin Burns, it's usually a control thing with him, but when the control's on, the strikeouts are definitely there. He has uh, five or more Ks in every single outing this year, and some of those outings are like three innings. He's gone at least five innings in three straight starts. He's gotten about 16 or more points in three straight. Absolutely dominated Pittsburgh his last time out. Lots of upside with Burns at 8,000. I think he's a very, very viable play on tonight's slate versus that Cleveland Indians offense. When you go down below Burns, you could go Lazardo versus San Diego. I'll just kind of pass and go up to Burns in that one. Sensatella at 67 is an interesting GPP against the Dodgers offense that's really not on fire right now. So that's intriguing in a, G- <clears throat> in a GPP. I don't hate that. But the, uh, the plays here, Tyler Anderson, who dominated Arizona's last time out, we just saw Kershaw get to Arizona. So um, their offense is dreadful. They just traded Starling Marte. We talked about that yesterday. Um, you get through like the top of the order, get through Christian Walker and those guys, and then it gets really, really bleak. Cattell Marte's been ice cold right now. You got an Arizona team of striking out uh, over 21% of the time versus lefties with a 217 average and a 104 ISO and a 269 WOBA versus left-handed pitching. No power versus lefties. It's a very, very bleak situation. Tyler Anderson, obviously hit and miss, but 6K uh, is an interesting value on this slate. If you're looking to get some bats, he faced Arizona. Two, uh, he, f- he faced him his last start, four and two third seminar, and got hit around. Start before that at home, though, sh- complete game shutout. So it's very hit and miss with him. Not a cash game play at all, but he's 6K. The play that I love and everyone's going to love for values, Dane Dunning at 5,800 bucks. I've been a humongous Dane Dunning supporter on the show. He's gone four and a third and five and five shutout his last time out. Seven Ks in both starts, and that's what's huge, as we know, in DraftKings land, especially at 5,800 bucks. 14 or more points in two starts. Facing a Royals team we love to pick on. Like I mentioned even yesterday, Hunter Dozier, good play, goes deep, but I wasn't going to go pick him as a whole. They strike out 24% of the time versus righties with a 229 average and a 165 ISO, 301 Woba. Lots to like with Dane Dunning and 5,800 bucks. You can go Dunning, Darvish, and get all the bats you want. Pretty simple. In that mess, I think Dunning and Burns is an interesting GPP philosophy. If you want to get even more bats, that's a way to attack things as well. So with, with 18 pitchers and a, and a handful of decent options, you can definitely make some noise. And the last guy I'll mention is UC Kikuchi, pitching much better at home this season. He's had a couple of uh, hiccups on the season, but, but really gotten it done as a whole. Facing a Rangers lineup that you can pick on, 23% K rate. Uh, that's first righties. Let me pull up the lefties for you real quick to get you the exact numbers. You're looking for 24.4% K rate versus lefties at the 231 average, 138 ice, only a 287 Woba. So you can pick on the Rangers with left handed pitching. So Kukuchi at 57 is nice. It's kind of fun to have all these cheap options like Sensatella's a GPP play at 67. Tyler Anderson's there at 6K. I'd rather go to Dane Dunning at 58. You got Kukuchi at 57. So all four of these guys are viable punts on this slate to go with your Burnses, to go with your Zach Davies, to go with your U Darvishes. You can definitely mix and match and make it work. I prefer Dane Dunning as my guy. He's going to be popular, but I definitely look at Dane Dunning on this slate as your uh, your punt play for sure. Um, I'll get to your questions in the StreamYard chat here a little later in the YouTube chat, but uh, yeah, you got some good points there with the Gigantes. I'm going to get them, big fan of them tonight in the late night hammer world. Speaking of the, the bats, let's get to the bats. Catcher's position on the slate. Rio Muto at 52 is expensive, but he's a great play because Rick Porcello, Garbage, 
you, you, that, that Phillies Mets game is going to be a good one. I think I mentioned their total was at nine and a half. Yeah, nine and a half. That might not be enough unless the rain stops the game. That's about it. I guess Monty Grandal at 51 versus Singer. I like him quite a bit. Uh, 12 more points last night, averaging 9.3 over his last 10. He's more so if you just want a good floor. The ceiling hasn't really been there with Grandal, but part of a, 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 a White Sox stack, he's viable, always overlooked, but not a must play. Don't run to play him. Let me be very clear on that one. Otherwise, after the big guys up top, I'm just going to save some cash, like usual, at the catcher's position. You could go to Joey Bart at 38. Maybe that Colorado series woke him up. That could be something to keep an eye on because that bat's legit, just off to a slow start. So you could get a $3,800 value with uh, Joey Bart. Uh, Trevino of Texas at 27 versus Kikuchi is pretty solid. He's hitting in the middle of that order. 12 more points last night. He's hitting 273 over his last 10 games. For a catcher at 2,700, Jose Trevino, good value, decent cash game play for you on that one. Um, Gallagher's okay if you're not using Dunning. He's a nice punt. And then other than that, Caratini's down to 23, but it is Flaherty, so I'll take that with a grain of salt when you're picking that one. So check your lineups, but Trevino's probably the punt at catcher for now. First base position, you got Belly Bombs, who's kind of cold, but Abreu at 54 is in play for you. Um, Matt Olson, GPP only, because otherwise he's doing nothing. It's home runner bust right now for Mr. Olson, so be careful there. But you can go right back to Reese Hoskins. Reese's pieces went deep again yesterday. He's averaging 16.2 over his last 10. He has six home runs over his last 10 games, 10 double, uh, 10 extra base hits. The dude is crushing it. He has 12 or more points in five straight games in six of seven in eight of 10. He is just that good right now. He's gone deep in four of his last five. Loves facing right-handed pitching. And Rick Porcello is not the greatest thing since sliced bread. So Reese Hoskins at 46 is a nice value for you at the position if you're not paying all the way up to the top. But if you're going to go down even farther, Christian Walker versus Tyler Anderson at 41 is in play. I love Brandon Belt. 4K on DK, only 3K on Fandle. That Fandle price is really, really nice, especially for cash. So keep riding the Belt train, who's just on fire this season. Good value at that price point tonight. Um, below that, though, it gets real murky. Not a ton to like at first glance at the first base position. So it's kind of Belt and above for now at first base. Uh, second base, you could go Keston here in a GPP if you so choose. But I'll save some cash. Go to Robbie Cano at 46 versus Jake Arrieta. Cano's resurgence continues to be awesome to watch. It in 424 over his last 10 games. Uh, he has 5, 19, 19, 3, 23 over his last five. He's homered in three of his last five. He's Jake Arrieta tonight. Good good look there for Cano at 46. Um, going down farther, though, you got guys like Wilmer Flores at 39 if you need to stack up there. Um, not looking to run to that, but it's there. Jeff McNeil's only 3,500. Second base outfit eligible versus Arietta. I think that's a really good look there for McNeil. Second base or outfield at 3,500. Gives you some nice value as a guy that's slowly getting it going. Uh, 10 more points last night. 10, 9, 13, 12 over his last four. Um, he's hit safely in seven um, seven games of eight of 10. So something to keep an eye on there. He's got extra base hits in three of his last four. So he's starting to get it going. I've been mentioning him lately as I've been watching the the hits start to slowly rack up for McNeil. The price is still cheap, though. 3500 good cash game with some GPP upside at second base or the outfield for McNeil. Nick Solak, 29 versus Kikuchi. If you're looking to punt, you can go that direction. Other than that, check your lineups. Maybe an Andres Jimenez at 27 versus Arietta if he, if he cracks the build. Could be another guy to uh, look at for some value tonight. Third base position, Juan Moncada has been ice cold. That just stinks. He's 5,600. Tough to pay that price. You know he can go off at any moment, but it's tough. Machado at 55 versus Azardo. Not running to play that either. I see the GPP appeal, but not in love with it. You could save some money, though. Kyle Seager at 46 versus Cody. 
Uh, Kyle Cody is going to be starting for the Rangers. He's thrown as much as 39 pitches this year. So you got a short outing for Cody, then the Rangers bullpen. So Kyle Seager at 46. He's in play for you tonight. Sam Haggerty of Seattle at 41 versus Cody. Another value. He's, he's third base outfield eligible. So keep him in mind. You got Longo at 39. So as you can tell, you can save some cash at third base if you so choose. But Longo at 39 is in play for you. And then it drops off. Uh, Kenner Falefa, 28. If you need a super savings, but that's not the best of plays. Like you save other positions, then Kenner Falefa more often than not. So Seeger stands out as a play here. Longo, Haggerty, those are your main ones unless you want to pay up and gamble a little bit with the you know J Rams, Machados, Mancados of the world at their price points. Shortstop, you got Tatis Jr. is always worth the look. Tim Anderson leading off for Singers, very very strong. Um, you got uh, Lindor, probably not. Corey Seager at five K. I like Tim Anderson a lot up here, 5K and above. Tim Anderson's my guy. We like him more versus lefties than righties, but a great spot there versus Singer and then that uh, Royals bullpen, someone to definitely take a, a peek at this evening. Going down more, though, like Didier Gorius at 44 versus Porcello. That's not too shabby. Brandon Crawford's up to 41, but a good spot as he continues to hit the ball very, very well. Um, Chris Taylor, if he cracks the lineup for the Dodgers, he's 36. But I do like a Rosario at 3K. He's a good savings for you tonight. He was 2K yesterday. Came through in a big way, got you 17 points. Uh, since his return from the IL, he's slowly getting things going, which is good to see from Mr. Rosario. He's hit safely in about six of his last 10 games, hit safely in back-to-back games. So slowly getting it going here, 3K versus Arietta. Good value for Rosario at this position tonight. The other one, Elvis Andrews, is only 23 versus Kikuchi. Another guy coming back from injury, gets you a little value on that one. Heading to the outfield on this slate. You can always look at Trout. We got Harper versus Porcello's at 61. Great play. Um, Yastrzemski at 57. Big fan of that one as well. A few others to, to peek at if you, uh, you choose to pay up. Kyle Lewis is 51 versus Cody. That's a strong look for you there. Lou Bob's up to 49. Love him. He had an absolute bomb last night. Yeah, Conforto at 48. That's a good look for you. Uh, 4800 bucks against Arietta. The Mets should be a very strong play this evening against Mr. Arietta. Uh, Will Myers versus Lazardo at 46. Could look that way. Hunter Dozier, again, if you're not using Dunning, Dozier at 45 GPP only. Dom Smith at only 44 versus Arietta. You send some a Mets trend here, folks, because you should. That's something to keep an eye on. Nemo at 43, another guy to look at. Kyle Tucker at only 42 versus Dylan Bundy. I like that as a bounce back. Tucker's had a kind of quiet week after being on fire for like two and a half weeks. So maybe um, maybe he gets it going again versus Bundy, getting a little bit of price discount at 42. Schwarber at only 41. Haggerty at 41. Talked about them. Earlier, I like that quite a bit. Going below 4K now, you got Alex Dickerson's only 39 versus Clark. That's a nice value. McCutcheon at 39. Another guy, if you're going to want to save some cash at the position, you can look at um, Jeff McNeil again, 3,500. That's really cheap. Michael Brantley's only 34. He continues to just hit everything. So that's a really strong look. I know it's Dylan Bundy. I get it. But Michael Brantley at 34 brings some nice savings to your lineup. Tonight, uh, Jerkson Profar at 32, going back to Oakland in a short tenure there. Nothing crazy, but slowly getting it going. Went 0 for last night, but prior to that, 21, 13, 17, 3, 10. He, he hits in spurts. This is what Profar does. He's 3,200 bucks, outfield only, facing Lazardo. Interesting choice if you choose to go there. Um, Tyler Naquin is 31. Sam Hilliard's 31. A couple of savings for you at the position. Mentioned Nick Solak earlier at 29. Ben Gamble's 27 if you're choosing to fade Carrasco, which is ballsy. Uh, Jay Bruce, 27 at GPP is very good value against Rick Porcello. Boomer bust type stuff with Bruce as usual. And then 
your Uber punt if you just want to be different. Kevin Pillar is only 2,400 versus Dustin May. I know it's not Coors. I know it's not a lefty. But if he's hitting towards the top of the Rockies order, if May struggles at all, 2,400 bucks does open up a ton for you this evening. All right, recapping your pitching on this slate. You got Darvish up top at 11,000. He is your guy to go to if you're paying up. Davies at 85, big fan of that. Corbin Burns at 8K, I think has a lot of GPP appeal. A little bit of cash game too, but GPP for sure. And then it's punt central. You got Sensatella, you got Anderson, you got Dunning, Kikuchi. Dunning's my guy. I think Kikuchi right behind him. But four guys you can definitely pick and choose with on this slate. Um, when you're looking at stacking it up here, a few ways to go. That Phillies-Mets game, game stack 101, the Mets against Arietta. Lots to like in that one. Don't mind fading Porcello as well. But the Mets definitely in play that. McNeil's some nice value. Conforto, Dom Smith, Robbie Cano. I like him a ton tonight. Uh, the White Sox versus Kansas City. Uh, you just keep riding those White Sox bats. Nothing to uh, elaborate too much on there. But your late night hammers is where it's going to be. Seattle versus Texas against Cody. I, I like getting some Seattle exposure in that one. And I like the Giants versus Clark quite a bit. I think there's a lot of upside in that battle. So that's where I'll be heading on tonight's action, nine-game slate. Again, if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at BDintrick. I'm around. Also, join the free Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat where you guys are chatting it up in there, getting uh, helping each other out. I'm in there helping out. Uh, if you want to join rotoballer.com, promo code Bubba gets you 10% off the premium package. They have a premium Slack chat. They have tools and so much more over there. If you can give a rating and review on iTunes, we'd much appreciate it. But most importantly, with this three-day weekend on tap, everyone stay safe. Enjoy your friends, family, whatever you have planned. I'll be taking Monday off as I'm traveling as well. But I'll be back with you guys on Tuesday. So good luck this weekend. Stay safe. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 4th edition. I'm out. I'm out.